This is a production of Epic Media. And we are here day one of PRI in the Weir's Machine Racing Products booth uh, with a special guest here. Uh, do you want to state your name here? Yeah, Justin Olger. And uh, what do you race? Well, uh, I'm a dirt racer at heart, so we have a UMP Dirt Modified, but uh, my day job is the NASCAR Xfinity Series for uh, Junior Motorsports. And so dirt is where you grew up then, right? It is, yeah. So, you know, I started racing quarter midgets, kind of the same deal as everybody else, racing quarter midgets at five, but uh, I jumped into a super delay model at 13, and kind of the rest has been history since then. You know, I, I've run a lot of different stuff on dirt, whether it be open wheel, you know, midgets, silver ground cars, or... Um, you know, late models and, and, and now modified. You know, for me, the modified um, is not easy, but it, it's one of the more challenging classes, you know, to, to hook up horsepower on an 8-inch wide tire and to uh, to race against the competition that we race against week in and week out. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, and I don't get to race it nearly as much as I'd like to. I think last year uh, we were a little short because of the weather. Uh, but typically we run about 25 races a year with the, with the dirt car on top of the NASCAR schedule. So I try to get my fill in whenever I can. How did you make that trans transition being a dirt guy over into the asphalt world? I got very lucky. You know, the, we, obviously Kenny Schrader has, has been around the dirt world for forever and uh, been a family friend of ours for a long time. And you know, we just talked to him about if this was something that I wanted to do for a career, what's the next option? And he said, you got to run an ARCA car, right? It's, it's the only way you can go. you got to do it. And, you know, growing up, I, I grew up in Springfield, Illinois. I mean, we got the Dirt Mile, you know, one of the, the, the more fun ARCA races on the schedule. Um, you know, Decoin, Illinois with the Dirt Mile. So the first year I ran ARCA, we only focused on the dirt races. And I went and ran what I was used to and what I knew. And, and uh, then we tried to go to Salem, and I hit the fence like lap three. I, got, I picked up a second a lap. Uh, the first two laps and I was probably going to pick up like another second on the last lap the problem was is that I only needed to pick up about a, a half a second and I pounded the fence pretty good so uh, needless to say the next year we ran a few more races and and just kind of slowly tried to transition but I, I tell people all the time it's way easier to go asphalt racing as a dirt racer than it is to go dirt racing as an asphalt racer so for me I was lucky enough to to kind of start my career as a, as a dirt racer and it, it's definitely helped how did you, so was it a family that kind of got you started in racing or how at age five? Did yeah, my you mom. Kind of yeah, so, so um, my dad is actually the, uh, the warehouse, so we're, we're the Hoosier Time Midwest distributor for, for the, the Midwest. And, and so, uh, you know, my dad was always traveling. At the time, I mean, he was, he was going every which direction you could possibly go and was always, always traveling. And so my mom was always trying to find things to do to keep me, you know, not wanting to go to the racetrack with my dad. So she took me to a racetrack to watch my buddy that was seven. And uh, that's that's the end of it. I ended up driving my buddy's car for the rest of the year and splitting the seat with him. And then uh, we had a car that uh, that Christmas I got a car for, for the next year. So uh, kind of crazy. But, you know, most of the time mom's the one that's got the reservations. And mine was the one that uh, that was that was all in. She was just trying to keep you at home. Huh? Yeah, she well, she knew, too, that my dad was always going to be traveling. So she would have to be the one to take me to the quarter to track. So... Uh, you know, made it kind of nice. Uh, what's been your favorite moment so far in racing, either in the NASCAR world or kind of the short track weekly stuff? You know, for me, um, I've been lucky enough to win some big races on the, the Xfinity Series schedule, but still to this day, the, the coolest moment for me was we won the ARCA Championship in 2008, and, you know, my dad's passion for that has, has 
I mean, he's Arca has been his thing for years and, and always has been. And uh, when we won the championship, it came down to the last race. There was no way we could win the championship unless the two guys in front of us wrecked. They wrecked with each other. It, it, it we won the race. I mean, it couldn't have it couldn't have gone any better. And I just I'll never forget his face and his emotions uh, when that race is over. Him and my mom both. So that for me was kind of that moment of of my career that I just you'll never you'll never be able to to have those moments happen again. What's been your favorite track that you've been at? Uh man, I don't know. You know, for me, um, I mean, I guess it depends on the scale of where you go. You know, I, I think for me, probably one of the more fun racetracks that I've I've reset and, and, and had success at was Knoxville uh, with with the dirt car. Um, you know, obviously Knoxville's got a lot of history, and, and you know, it's a, it's a fantastic racetrack. And, and to have some success there, I mean, I love Eldora, but I, I never really had a whole lot of success at, at Eldora. Uh, but then on the on the other side, on the, on the asphalt side, um, you know, winning in Indianapolis last year, uh, 2018, was one of the coolest memories that uh, that I've had in, in racing as, as far as that goes. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I like square or racetracks because Knoxville's kind of square. Indianapolis is kind of square. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What is a, what's a bucket list track for you, one that you want to get to at some point in your racing career? Oh, you know, I think uh, on the dirt side, I think I think Boone. You know, I'd love to come around the Nationals one time. Uh, I've been, I've seen it, I've just never raced there. So I think that'd be a fun one to go do on the dirt side. And then on the on the asphalt side, um, for whatever reason, I have this this thought in my mind that I really want to go to Lamar one day and race road course, race a 24-hour Lamar. I don't know that that's ever a possibility, and I'm not nearly a good enough road racer to go do that. But it just seems like one of those races that uh, would be kind of fun. Just as a kind of a bucket list. Yeah, bucket list. You know why not? Uh, who's somebody, kind of past or present, you want to pass for the win on the last lap? My dad. So my dad used to race before I came along, and, you know, having kids changes a lot of things. You, you kind of prioritize, you know, what you do in life. And, and he gave up racing, which he needed to give up racing for business. You know, it was, it was coming down to that and, and what, um, what he needed to do. But uh, I would like to be able to race my dad, and I, I think it would be cool to be able to pass him for the win. So that, that's – I know that's kind of cliche, but uh, that's definitely what it would be. So you say you're a dirt guy at heart, kind of that, that short track, local short track racing. Is that something that you see after NASCAR career whenever whenever that happens, doing kind of like what Kenny Wallace and Kenny Schrader and those guys are doing? Or yep. kind of what do you see? <laughs> I was just telling Chad, we were standing over here talking, and uh, I told him that hopefully uh, I can make enough money that one day I can just quit my quit my stock car job and come raise dirt full-time, but I haven't quite gotten there yet. I haven't figured out how to do that. But, you know, growing up in the Midwest and growing up around dirt racing, my passion is that I, I love dirt racing. I still love what I do on, on the weekends. You know, I still love the NASCAR side, but I just really enjoy being able to get out of the dirt track. And it's not that there's not pressure, because I, I, I probably put as much pressure myself when I go to racing to – to, to be good and to run up front and traveling up and down the road together. There's just a lot of, a lot of things that make dirt racing what it is that, that's so much fun. And, and the family aspect of it, I mean, um, the camaraderie between everybody as, as you go to the dirt track is just something that's really special. Do you feel more pressure from being in NASCAR when you go back to the weekly stuff? Or is that kind of, does everybody, just, <laughs> are you just a racer when you show up? I don't want to look like an idiot, so I put a lot more pressure on myself. But, you know, honestly, I'm just a racer. And, and that's what I love about it. You know, we've got a lot of great fans in all of motorsports, whether that's NASCAR or short track racing. And 
I just don't want to go do something that I, I don't want to go do what I did at Fairbury earlier this year. I went, we went uh, to the the last race at Fairbury, and um, I hadn't been in the car in a while, and I thought uh, I was you know trying to pass this guy, and I thought I'll dive to the bottom and pass him, and uh, they have the big tractor tires, you know, as their as their inside limiter, and yeah, I dove all the way to the bottom, like like too far to the bottom and I actually clipped the tire and spun out running in a transfer spot. And I'm like, man, that's, that's about the dumbest thing I've done in a while. So that's when you drive back to the pit area and you leave your helmet on and then you go like get out of the car with your helmet on and go up in the truck and, you know, make sure nobody sees you. I don't know that it actually works that way, but I felt pretty dumb. You felt better about it, huh? Yeah. Uh, how did you get involved with Chad and Weir's machine? So for us, it, it came a f- quite a few years ago here, obviously at uh, the, the, the PRI show, looking at the products, um, you know, th- that's what makes this show so much fun is the fact that you're seeing all the stuff and you're able to walk up and touch and feel and see it. And we just, you know, when we, when we saw the product and, and the quality and the craftsmanship and also to the thought process, you know, as racers, we all sometimes have great ideas, but very rarely do we have the ability to be able to put those into action. And that's the thing that I love about what Chad's been able to accomplish is when he hears something or he has an idea or he sees something, you know, he's good enough to be able to make it and not only make it, but refine it, make it better and, and provide a product to a racer that is truly incredible. And, and so, you know, over the relationship, we actually stock, uh, where's parts in our, in our part store at, 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 um, at the, the tire store, uh, because we are passionate about, you know, not only do we want them on our car, but we feel like there's not a customer that walks through the door that couldn't benefit from bolting uh, some of the products on. So for us, it's it, you know, as a as kind of a chance meeting, uh, we ended up realizing that uh, the relationship that we've had has been has been fantastic, and we love we love supporting the uh, the the Weir's Weir's machine products on the uh, the car. How has Weir's helped your personal program? Oh, well, like I said, the parts that we can dream up. We can pretty much open up the the catalog and see that they're they're already built. You know the the things that we're looking for, and and you know there's a lot of times too. We'll we'll call up and say, hey, this is what we're thinking, and and Chad will be like, yeah, I've already built that, so I can I can figure that out. And uh, you know, for us too, like I said, the, the quality of parts, you know, the failure rate of what we used to have, you know, buying other brands and and you know trying to make them work or, or kind of, you know, having a hodgepodge of brands on your car. Um, we've been able to, to put Weir's parts on our car and know that we have the best products on our car. We know that we're going to go to the racetrack. They're bulletproof. They're going to last. They're going to be right. And if you don't hit tractor tires, they work really well and, and you got speed. Uh, what's your plan coming up in 2020? 2020. Uh, so we're going to run the NASCAR Xfinity Series again, uh, back with Junior Motorsports and Brent Professional Agriculture. So uh, really looking forward to that. I, I, I do I do still love my day job a lot, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, you know, obviously getting back in the modify, we're going to try to run as many races as we can. The goal is 25. Uh, that's probably a little bit lofty, but you know the goal for me is 25. So, uh, got Federated Auto Parts back on our dirt car. So, you know, just trying to trying to go and have a good time and and uh, enjoy some racing. And you know that puts me at about 55 nights, uh, which doesn't seem like a lot to most dirt racers, but we spend a lot of time away from home. So, uh, 55 nights for me would be uh, would be a lot of fun. Is that something with Junior that he's 
supportive of you know you being able to run the short track stuff you know a lot of owners now are trying to keep their guys you yeah. know, healthy and, and fresh and whatnot but you know he's a racer at heart so is that something that's a pretty easy conversation well first of all him being a racer at heart is a big thing uh, second of all um, his sister Kelly and Hart Miller um, Kelly's daughter actually races uh, so Carson Elledge she races midgets and um, so as a whole, I feel like our company gets it, right? They understand the dirt side. They, they have um, late model stock asphalt cars um, as part of the program at Junior Motorsports. That's been a passion of Dale's for, for many, many years. So the short track world to him is very important. And so from, from that standpoint, he's always been 100% in. You know, if you want to go to the dirt track, do whatever. Um, obviously, if it starts taking away from my day job and I'm, you know, showing up at the 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 stock car track and I can't can't function because I'm you know raced on a Friday night when I should have been you know working on trying to figure out something something else um, that that's going to be when it's going to end but on the flip side of it you know he's he's been very supportive of it um, I'm still trying to convince him to come get in a dirt car man I I think Dale would love it it'd be right up his alley but we haven't quite haven't quite gotten that far yet so maybe one of these days we'll get him in a dirt car and go ahead and let him have a little bit of fun he, he was talking about it on his podcast yeah he he I'll be honest with you he's in right like i think he's just i think he's just nervous that not everybody else is going to be in in his camp so he's trying to figure out how to make it work without uh without upsetting the apple cart too much but i think he would be good at it and i think he'd enjoy it you probably just have to get him to a test or something without anybody knowing that's what i that's what we offered uh we're like man you tell us when and where and we'll make it happen we'll get the car there we'll get it all set up I, you know we'll make it happen he's like oh, okay okay and we haven't quite gotten that done yet so where are you going to be here at PRI? If, you know, you're going to be hanging out all weekend? <laughs> so so my PRI looks like this. Um, I actually am here this morning, so day one, Thursday morning. Uh, I leave this afternoon. i got to drive back to Illinois for a, for a dinner. I drive back here tonight after the dinner, come to the show tomorrow morning, and then drive back to Illinois for a, um, a Christmas party tomorrow night for, for Brant, my sponsor. And then uh, Saturday, I drive to the USAC Quarter Midget Banquet to talk to some of the kids from, from the banquet. And then Sunday, I fly to London. So this has been quite the whirlwind of a trip for me right here. This, you know, I'll, be, I'll be glad to sleep on the plane, I think, whenever I, whenever I head to London. But uh, you know, this, this show, what it means to the racing community, I, there's no way you can miss it. I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to at least come for you know, a few hours each day and be a part of it. Well, I definitely appreciate you sitting down with us. Enjoy your off-season. Doesn't sound like it's much of an off-season for you, though. No, uh, but I, I do appreciate it, as always. And, and uh, if, if people have never been to the show here and they've never come by the booth, 2020 is the year you gotta you gotta make the make the decision that it's uh it's a must you gotta come you gotta check out the weirs booth and come hang out with us well perfect thank you and best of luck in 2020 thanks man appreciate it